0: Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. I am also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hello. We are not joined by Miles this week. Miles is busy doing something silly, like a family visit or something like that. I don't know. But we do have a special guest this week. We have on Cokie. Cokie, how are you?
1: That's me. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm very good. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs)
0: yeah well thanks for joining the show and you're on because you are both a a vtuber that i Mm -hmm. watch (laughs) which means in in a way you're you're an anime person you're an anime character for real
1: animated person yeah yeah
0: (laughs) and uh you do a voice for the english dub of this show for urusei yatsura 2022 right
1: that is correct. I play Ten. It's Lum's little cousin. Uh, He's a little mischievous, kind of perverted little baby guy who breathes fire. He's a lot of fun to play. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just funny. I really liked the Uricides era, era growing up, so it's like kind of like it's a huge, 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 huge badge of honor to get to play any character in the show, period. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a dream.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's awesome because it's like, I, I don't know, I feel like for our generation, a lot of people missed it. It felt like it was...
1: <clears throat> yeah, because it was older, too. It was, it was like, uh, I guess it's from, like, the early 80s. Possibly late, late, late 70s. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, early 80s is when this uh, show was. Uh, but, you know, when I first got into anime, uh, when I went to the comic books shop, I was looking for Sailor Moon stuff, which it was not available at the time. But they had uh, Dragon Ball, Ron Mahath, and Yuri Sayatsura. And those are the three that I grabbed. And that's how I got into all three of those. It was, like, literally the second thing I got into, so... It's yeah. it really means a lot to me.
0: Yeah, the anime was 81 to 86, but the manga the manga did start mm-hmm. in the late 70s. You were right about that.
1: Hey, nice. Yeah. It's so cute too. Have, are, you, are you guys fans of it? Have you guys watched it?
0: This is the first time that we've seen anything from yeah, it. Yeah, right? we watched
1: a couple episodes for to talk about it on this podcast. We that's
2: what yeah. we've been doing when we're not talking about Judges Bizarre Adventure. We talk about random anime. A lot of it that we haven't seen or or stuff that our listeners recommend things like that so
1: stuff that sounds interesting for the season and whatnot yeah Yeah. cool Mm -hmm. yeah
2: or older stuff too um Mm -hmm. but yeah i I, it was familiar to me though i like the i've I've never seen it before but i definitely recognize the characters but i have no idea how i like where i know them from
1: (laughs) Like oh, how yeah. I, well, Lum is, like, iconic. You'll yeah. see her, like, everywhere. And, like, they'll give her little cameos, like, all over the place since, like, the 80s. So she's, like, no, she's probably, like, one of the first anime waifus that, like, really took off.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chad, Chad's email actually mentions, like, one of the ways that a lot of people in the 90s found out about, about uh, Urusei Yatsura. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit, the the Matthew Sweet thing. Uh, Yeah. So, like Jackie said, we're covering... Other shows, sorry if you said, Well, this is JoJo's, aren't you gonna talk about JoJo's? Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. But um yeah, let's uh before we check in with the obnoxious aliens of Udrese wait, Yatsura. Wait, wait,
2: sorry. I'm just thinking about I'm representing the listeners a little bit. Gotcha. If there's listeners out there who don't know what a VTuber is, could one of you oh, explain what that means? <laughs>
1: Very good idea. Uh, well, it's just basically we are like you know Twitch streamers. Just we have an animated avatar, uh, that like uh you know represents us, and you know you usually come up with like a concept with your artist, uh, and yeah, it's it's just something to represent you on Twitch. It's. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's it's I like it better than regular streaming because you just have so much more freedom. Because it's like, yeah, I could go stream at a Chuck E. Cheese, but I could also take you to Chuck E. Cheese on stream by having all these silly assets. You know what I mean? So, it's it's just I just really love it. It really lets my like creativity fly. So, mm.
0: yeah, it's it's
1: it seems really fun. Yeah, it is so <laughs> much fun.
0: I I think it's more fun too because it's like, I mean, I do watch regular streamers or what people call what VTubers call flesh tubers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a horrible term but uh <laughs> it is to a degree you're a little bit like well if i wanted to see just like a regular schlub playing games like i would just put a mirror behind <laughs> the computer like what do i need to just see someone else for but with youtubers it's like yeah it's artistic and there's creativity that like when you guys add like art from something else like some other i don't i don't want to say clip art but some sort of art, yeah. Like asset. we do, like it, it a lot gels. of
1: skits and stuff, or like we, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I need to get dressed up for this game, and like you'll put like accessories on from the game and stuff like that. It's just so much easier to just be able to like grab props and just do silly little things like that. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's just like, and it it adds like this level of artifice. I think I sound like I'm back in what does uh, that word uh, in mean, film Mark? School. Explain that word. Today. It's just like this separation, <laughs> but of like reality, right? That it's like. You're not just watching someone on camera. There's like this thing between you and the people who are actually doing the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of that is cool, the fact that there is this wall so that you're not picturing or thinking about just a regular person with a microphone and other shit going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just mm-hmm. more interesting.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. That that's my question for now. I okay. might have more mm-hmm. later.
0: <laughs> Great. All right, let's check in with some emails. I, you know, the pun I had gotten was like, let's check in with those obnoxious emailers, but I don't think that's, that's not fair to them. They're not obnoxious. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just like a pun on the show. That's not a reflection on you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh,
0: oh, and you're we should also say that your concept is not like in, <sighs> Koki, you are a frog girl. Is that fair to say? Does that sound weirder than it is? No,
1: it's exactly what I am. I'm a frog girl. The name Koki is is even a frog uh, name. Uh, it's actually a nickname I had since I was little because uh, my family's from Puerto Rico. And uh, my dad gave me the nickname because, like, uh, I, my, my voice is kind of gruff today because, you know, I streamed a lot over the weekend. But it's usually very high and squeaky. And uh, uh, so it, I got that nickname since I was little. And when it's coming up with, like, my VTuber name, uh, I was just like, that just makes sense for me. Especially because, like, my art mom... We originally were going to be Rummy and uh, Mitzi, and she's like, well, you could do Coco, because then it's like rum and Coke, and then I was like, well, why don't I just do Coki because then it's just like my regular nickname, so, <laughs> there yeah, you go. I'm yeah. a frog I'm a frog girl, yeah, I'm a delinquent frog girl. Love yeah. it, love it. It works <laughs> out. I love everything about that. Yeah.
0: El Thank Co- you. <laughs> El Coqui is like the, I don't know if it's the national frog of Puerto Rico. Yeah, Rica. it's like the little
1: mascot of the island, like a beloved figure, it's like, it, yeah. Yeah, and th- and that's the sound that they make. It goes yeah like, exactly they're yeah. like pokemon they go like k-keek, k-keek. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's a very
0: <laughs> tiny sound a very tiny frog too
1: it's a t- tiny 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 frog but like the amount of power that comes out of their voice because like they hit like decibels and stuff like that with the cookie they're really loud but honestly they're so nice to sleep too if you're ever looking do you like rain sounds when you go to bed
0: <laughs> i i actually looked up like koki something yeah. on youtube the other day and they were like yeah waterfall sounds with koki Mm. And it is like this cute sort of like just huge echoes, tiny little frog voices in the night.
1: Yeah, it's so relaxing. I could fall asleep to that any day.
0: Yeah, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now do people know who we're talking to? What the fuck we're talking about? Thanks thank you Jackie. I think so. I was like, you listen to an anime podcast. You you know what VTubers yeah. are. What do I have to explain anything for? yeah uh, if you ever
1: need me to like elaborate on something too because like yeah i just it, you know it's common knowledge for me but i forget that not every aspect of like an anime community would know about VTubers either so yeah if you have questions just fire them off <laughs>
0: sure yeah i think we're good for now mm-hmm. okay these are messages sent to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com you too can probably be read on the podcast if you send us an email
2: this first email is from Talia, subject line, the other Jojo Akira thing. So I was half asleep while listening to the Akira episode of JJB Pod. That's your first mistake, Talia. Um, so maybe you mentioned it, but there's another Jojo Akira connection. And by Jojo, I mean Bartholomew Jojo Simpson, a.k.a. Bart Simpson. So a bunch of Simpsons fans rewrote Akira, but with Simpsons characters. And it's called Bar- Bart Kira, and it looks pretty awesome. Also, in the 90s Batman cartoon, Robin does the Akira motorcycle slide. Also, also, Akira was released in the U.S. on my birthday. So I made my way. mm, All right, we're going to skip that sentence. Uh, Talia, thanks for that. Also, 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 you can watch the Guilty Gear Strive Story mode since it's purely animation. Does that count as anime? If not, I'd recommend Witchblade because it's bad. And y'all need to watch some baddies. And it's technically not porn. Okay?
0: Thanks Talia. <laughs> I Yeah. <laughs> I the strive story mode like Listen, I've played a bunch of Guilty Gear. I have fallen down some Guilty Gear Wikipedia rabbit holes. Uh man, Guilty Gear's story is just not as good as most t- It like it's a fighting game. Everyone has their own story threads. I doubt the story mode of Strive is as good as like a lot of written for TV anime is. I probably, I've never, I have Strive. I didn't play it very much. Anyway, Witchblade, like, also, I mean, uh, that's a maybe, like, for down the road, just because it seems pretty horny. I feel like that's always the ad I see, where it's, like, some girl who's, like, it's one of those thin side of the browser ads, but Mm. you can somehow still see a girl's, like, tits and foot in the same... shot and you're like what what is she doing to herself to even get those in the same frame but
1: Mm. how is she twisting her body (laughs) yeah where you're just like that
0: seems like like something picasso would have painted but it's like for horny anime people
1: Mm. i think i know what witchblade is is it the one where like she's like really scantily clad where it's like barely little like like not like viney things, but like spiky things like covering her up, kind of, sort of.
0: I think so. I might be thinking mm-hmm. of like a, there might be a similarly named game, or maybe mm-hmm. there's like a game inspired by. Well, she kind this of anime. looks like
1: a game character, so it might even be the same thing.
0: It I'm might sure. be. That's that's at least <laughs> yeah. I'll put it to you this way: like I know enough about Witchblade that I'm confusing it with something that seems super horny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's really bad, that that could be really funny. I don't know, because we watched a few shows where I think we're good at hiding it, but there's some shows we've watched where I'm like, phew, I was not involved. <laughs> I was not watching."
2: Wait, what? Because they were too horny.
0: <laughs> no, that's not a problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> just they weren't interesting enough.
2: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: But uh, we have yet to. I like. I I need someone to be like, "No, no, no. This is so bad. It's funny. This is the room I of see, anime." I see. I see. I see. And maybe that maybe that's what Witchblade is for Talia. I don't know. Uh, Bart Kira does sound pretty cool. I cannot believe people were dedicated enough to make something like that.
2: Is Bart Simpson's middle name really Jojo?
0: It is actually, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Whoa. Yeah, th- th- well, at least that feels familiar to me. I believe I've seen this. Mm. Um. But yeah, they love doing that. They give like Simpsons characters like secret ridiculous names and stuff. I'm trying to think. There's something with Homer's dad. Anyway. Uh, yeah, thanks for writing Talia. Thanks. And uh, mm-hmm. thanks for your email signature telling us that this email was virus-free. I'm glad you have AVG and you're not sending us any viruses. <laughs> All right. This email is from Chad. Subject line is Personal Space Invaders. It's a really good pun, <laughs> which would that have been really a, good. a really good, is good. translated like version mm. of this show's title. Because they've tried. We'll talk about it. But okay. you can't really translate Urusei Yatsura um, the way it's written anyway. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Get your insulated gear on because there's a shocking amount of voice connections for the 2022 version of Udisei Yatsura. Uh, and now Chad is going to list a bunch of the voice connections between the modern Udisei Yatsura, the same actors that were in different parts of JoJo. Oh, cool. The ominous and ever present neighborhood monk Cherry is voiced by Wataru Takagi, who also voiced part four Jobro Okiyasu Nijimura, who uses the hand.
1: I didn't know that!
0: Yeah, there's a few more here that are really interesting. Ataru's dad is voiced by Toshio Hurukawa. While he doesn't have a Jojo connection, he was the original 1980s voice of Ataru. Mm. Mm -hmm. Lum's dad is voiced by Riki Yakoyama, who voiced the lost movie version of Hamon Master Will A. Zeppeli. Mm -hmm. That one's pretty cool. We'll never see that Jojo movie, but he did the part. Kosuke, the brown-haired friend of Ataru... Uh, that shows up in episode one is voiced by Shinya Takahashi, who also voiced part five enemy stand user Mario Zucchero, the soft machine stand user. He was the victim of the torture dance, you know, when they like kind of hang pieces oh, yeah, of him yeah. with fish hooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lum's mother is voiced by Fumi Hirano, who doesn't have a Jojo voice connection, but she was the original 80s voice of Lum. Oh, the cool. The Mendo family butler who keeps getting interrupted is Shinpachi Tsuji. Who voiced Nunzio Pericolo in part five? He was uh, guarding Trish. <laughs> Onsen Mark, the guy hobbling his way to school towards the end of episode 10A, because these are segmented episodes, is voiced by Kenta Miyake, who voiced the TV version of Abdul from part three. Tsuyuo, the guy who actually took his girl Manko to the Swingers Club, is voiced by legendary voice actor Kape Yamaguchi, who voiced <laughs> the TV version of Forever. The big fucking gorilla who has the ship stand in part three. Oh yeah, uh, Shigechi. A weird stand. The little ugly boy with bumpy head and bugs for a yeah. stand. in Part four. Shiguchi. He is Ranma in Ranma one half, uh, <gasps> and he's Inuyasha from Inuyasha. Oh, which is important uh. because Manko, the girl that was with that guy at the swingers club, is the voice of Kagome from Inuyasha. Hmm. Uh, and she also, she was, uh, Naina with the Empress stand from part three, the one that's like in the submarine and eventually she can, she's
2: like very naked and like, she's she very naked and skinny and like, she has been covering mm-hmm. her face.
0: Yeah. Most of that was just in the Jojo fighting game. Oh, I'm just thinking of the fighting game. <laughs> yeah. But that, but that was her, Araki did the, the design for her when, okay. when Capcom was going to make the, the fighting game. You just mm-hmm. see a little bit of her, I think in the manga, but yeah, she starts out as a coffee mug and stuff uh but yeah so they have the original voice actors for um for uh inuyasha and kagome are the two older couples that come out before 10 and sakura go in so that was kind of cool yeah
1: that's really funny that's such such a funny tiny little nod that i wasn't paying attention so i didn't even pick up on that because it's like such a minor side character it's like when they got george clooney to like be a turkey in south park it's like the same thing yeah yeah yeah. I, was, I
0: was thinking of that exact kind of thing because wasn't like Matt Damon a cat, a cat or something on South Park? Like they were constantly yeah, they doing things do like that. Yeah, they always do that
1: where they get like huge build actors and give them the tiniest little bit part just to, to say that they got them type thing. It's hilarious, honestly.
0: Yeah, and I mean they get paid. Maybe yeah. they get paid, but like they also can just, it takes no studio time or anything probably to have yeah. them just meow a bunch of times and then <laughs> that's it. Uh, Let's see here. Arguably the original Urusei Yatsura anime series and all of its subsequent movies and OVAs are classics that still get actively referenced by other works to this day, I'd also say the manga laid the groundwork for what would become mangaka Rumiko Takahashi's signature style of mixing comedy, action, and a bit of heartfelt emotion across a cast of dozens of characters. Watching the three episodes of the 2022 show to follow along with the podcast, is the most of any Urusei Yatsura I've seen and I enjoyed the modern throwback art style plus half episode approach. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. And there's a PS. PS, the character Lum probably saw a spike in her popularity here in the US in the very early 90s, thanks to musician Matthew Sweet. Sweet featured Lum in the music video for his song, I've Been Waiting, primarily using clips from the third Urusei Yatsura movie, Remember My Love. And he sent a link and, like, at the time it was probably, like, quaint and interesting. But now looking at it, it just, it feels like you're kind of like, dude, you can't bring this type of thing to the music video shoot, man. Like, we know how much you love this anime character, but, like, it's just, (laughs) everyone's uncomfortable. Like, you keep that shit at home. Don't, you know, like, have, like, B-roll of, like, a a beautiful girl outside of, uh, you know like a bar in the countryside, but it's just like this guy from Nebraska singing into a mic, playing acoustic guitar and Lum from Urusei Yatsura occasionally.
2: But it's like actual like scenes from the, from like the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like uh, that Paulo Abdul music video where there's like a, a cartoon. No, that would be safe. Oh yeah. The cat. Like, <laughs> Opposites attract. The yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be cool if they, if he, if he had like Lum like dancing near him or something while he was singing.
0: Yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's they still take from, turns. Like
1: the original uh, theme song, the Lumno love, love song, because like there's like a good shot of her dancing there too. Oh, true. Mm.
0: Yeah, the the opening theme there is is uh, pretty iconic, and there's a whole video from that guy Justin Wang about how everyone loves the Italian version of it. There's yeah, there's a lot of love for this show, which we're gonna get into. Mm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the email, Chad. This was a ton of research you did. He did way more than I did yeah. for the for the voice stuff, and and yeah, I would not have caught those little gags they did by casting people mm-hmm. in, in those Ichi side parts.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be important to the podcast and a part of its informal research team. I've decided Chad is now part of that. <laughs> He's just done too much research. Uh, okay, folks. Still, before we get into Urusei Yatsura, uh, we got to talk about our Patreon. If you want to support this show, You can go to patreon.com slash JJB pod and support us for as low as $1 a month, which gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes Miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter, uh, as well as the occasional bit of deleted audio from the main podcast feed for $3 a month. You get those same benefits, but we will thank you out loud on the podcast, which we're going to do momentarily. And for $15 one month, you can turn it on, then right back off, you can sponsor an episode of the podcast, and we will watch three episodes from an anime of your choosing, uh, or a movie if it's not some insanely long anime movie, if those exist, I don't know. Like we watched Akira the other day, two hour movie, fantastic, loved it. All you got to do is throw $15 at us. And like I said, it charges you up front, so you can turn it on, then right back off, Patreon.com slash Pod. All right, now it's time to say thank you to our wonderful Patreon patrons. So thank you so much, Colin. Clitrocket. Shoon. Matt. Anti-homie.
2: I love Jojo, woo-woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kassoon.
0: Lord Zendar. Omar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof.
2: Nocturnal.
0: Mirror Man. Austin. Tim.
2: Martin.
0: Aquosus. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Yes. Thank you all so much. Keep supporting us if you can, if If you you want. If you dare. (laughs) And if you want. You do not have to support us. We will not starve. But again, thank you all. Patreon.com slash JJBpod. All right. So again, we watched the 2022 Urusei Yatsura anime uh, that... It was done by David Production. It has one season out. We watched it on High Dive, where it kind of appears as seasons one and two, but apparently it's all one season with two coors or coors, yeah. however you want to mm-hmm. say it. It's like a split season, basically. Uh, we watched episodes one, ten and twelve, uh, one to kind of figure out what this show was about. 10 because that had a high rating on either my anime list or anime news network i forget uh which is like the family reunion one or or no the family like parents go to school day episode with oh
1: yeah 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 that one's a cute one
0: all the bad translations and stuff that whole conversation with the rich mom and the yeah uh and then 12 because that's koki's episode we watched that one in english that would be really horrible if we didn't watch it in English. So we switched yeah. there. <laughs> uh, the
1: Japanese is just as good. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's wonderful. So it's like, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, both both were great. Both casts did a great show. Yeah, I
1: actually consumed the season both ways. Just because like I love side, Sarah. I, I love like the old one also too. So it's just, I can't consume enough of it.
0: Yeah. I went back and on YouTube just watched like some of the old one. Yeah. I watched some of the old English dub. Um, so yeah, the old one, the original one, maybe I don't need to call it old. Uh, the original anime was 81 to 86, four seasons, based on a manga that started in 1978 and is one of the highest selling manga series of all time. There's 34 volumes of this stuff. And yeah, there were also three movies from the original, and this, li- this jumped out to me, but two of the Urasai Yatsura movies were directed by Mamoru Oshii, who directed Ghost in the Shell. Mm. And Angel's Egg and, like, a few other kind of serious, mm-hmm. like, movie or OVAs. So that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, the name Uduse Yatsura, like, the original anime was brought to America under the name Those Obnoxious Aliens. It's, like, it's sort of an untranslatable pun because, yeah, the phrase means, like, those noisy guys. But the way one of the syllables is written is written with the Japanese character for star- and so, like, a translation could be those noisy aliens from planet Uru, something like that. It's, it is, mm. like, there's no direct translation. Oh. Uh, like, noisy people from outer space. But I do like personal space invaders. That is pretty good, Chad.
1: <laughs> it's a good five. That one's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like, I didn't um, look up much as to, like, why the decision was made to do this new series, it's done by David Production, who also did Jojo, JoJo and yeah. Fire Force <laughs> and Captain Tsubasa. So we never watched that, but they've done a bunch of stuff and uh, they did a great job with this one. I mean, there were some... It's
1: beautiful. Uh, like, if you don't mind me interrupting. Go ahead. Like, they take like a lot of like Rumiko Takahashi's manga panels and animate them and like you can even see in like the beginning theme song there's like stuff where she's jumping off the panels it's just such a beautiful love letter to the original series and it doesn't like make the other anything less valuable everything is still so good and it just added to how good the series is
0: yeah and it's like they you know it's it's a different approach but it's still they still look like classic anime character designs Like, they they were still aiming for, like, a classic sort of... Like, basically, Ataru still has, like, sideburns is mainly what leaps out to me.
2: His hair looks a little bit more normal like yeah for, for now times i think but he still t- uh, to it me down it's a like, little bit he's still but, he's like yeah. classic but a little a like a touch of modern a little little he fits in a little bit more
1: it's nice because like okay so like a lot of like you know the hairstyles and stuff are like pretty similar at least mm-hmm. and but they did update the tech and stuff like that so you know they have cell phones now instead which they didn't have back then and just uh, their clothing style and stuff like that has all been updated and it feels like such a nice like just like a facelift on the series because like old one's classic and cute but this one's like modern and it it still works really 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 well i was worried it would get funky especially because like there's plot lines where like lum has like you know technology and stuff like that but like they just did it so seamlessly and beautiful that it, it didn't stick out like a sore thumb it wasn't like the uh et with the walkie talkies it wasn't anything like that like that <laughs> version of it so uh they did a great job like making it updated with a facelift
0: yeah and i think they did like they made good use of, of what you can do now with digital, too. Like, the hair textures are really interesting. I kept staring at oh them. Oh, my God. Like, yes. on Ten and lum, just like, it's like a gradient.
1: Yeah, it's like a gradient that, like, changes color, of like, just halfway down. And it just, it looks gorgeous. And that's, like, so cool. Because, like, Rumiko, like, when she paints, you know, she uses watercolors and stuff. She'll do gradients like that in their hair. So, it's, like, really cool to see them mm, attempt to okay. do that modernly. It's It looks amazing
0: yeah, Rumiko Takahashi, like for those who don't know, yeah, this is basically it's about aliens coming to Earth. We're gonna like do sort of a a step by step of each episode, but
2: I don't we don't we, I don't think we need to do a step by, okay, a step okay, step by step. But we'll give kind of like a summary of each episode and t- and we can talk about it. Then.
0: sure. okay. Uh, but yeah, it's basically aliens come to Earth, one in particular, basically the main character, a boy. I'm not sure how old he is if he's in middle school or early high school. Uh, he accidentally proposes to one of the aliens and she sticks around and she's sort of like his annoying girlfriend. Uh, and then, Well, wife. She's his wife. Do <laughs> they get married, though, or is it is she well, just she, a fiancé the she, she, whole time? She
2: calls herself his wife, doesn't she?
0: I guess she doesn't know what a wedding is. Or hey, maybe in the episodes we skipped, they do get married. Koki, do you know if they're ever actually married or what the deal is with that?
1: Well, you'll have to wait and see the rest of the series and find out who winds up with who and stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no, it's it's worth it. It's worth it just to, you know, make it through. I don't know how they're going to end the anime. You know what I mean? There is a, there is like an end with the manga somewhat. Uh, but it's like also there's stuff in movies and stuff like that that like tie up st- loose ends a little bit too if that makes sense i don't know uh I, I just think it's best consumed like in whole like that but uh yeah their fiance uh and uh he's in high school uh to okay. so, yeah so, i'm sorry what yeah. i meant
0: was by the time we've like what we've seen like through episode oh, 12 they're just like engaged right okay, now okay. like it's
1: like the betrothed type thing like gotcha um, yeah no thank you was,
0: like, thank necessary. you for not telling Wait. us
1: <laughs> but he seems to not because he, he keeps hitting on other girls so yeah, cuz it's like an alien, like uh like, you know, engagement or whatever. So it's like uh, you know, he he doesn't feel like he needs to uh, honor it because, you know, their alien culture, he got engaged to her by uh, racing her and grabbing her horns, basically. Mm. So that meant that they're now betrothed or whatever the word is.
0: Yeah, it's it's um basically these are the the events of episode 1, which is it's just sort of like we see that Ataru is like a guy who just can't stay faithful to his girlfriend, mm. his human regular girlfriend, who's Shinobu, I think is mm. the name, and he just keeps hitting on other girls. This is a very like sort of gag heavy, It's this very silly it's comedy. Funny. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just this thing where he keeps talking to other girls as soon as like his girlfriend is occupied or something. And then out of nowhere, the government shows up to his house and is like, Hey, aliens are here. They randomly picked a person to talk to, and it's you. And then this huge man with oni horns, devil horns, shows up in leopard print, cheetah print. What is that? Tiger Tiger stripes? Is it just tiger stripes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what animals are. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, And this is like the first example of like a Japanese culture, Japanese language pun thing that goes over a lot of our heads which is that they want to play a game of Tag because in Japan, Tag is called Onigoko. Um, and since they look like Oni, it's like, of uh, course they want to play Onigoko. What does Onigoko mm. mean? I don't know. Okay. I uh, I didn't get that far. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. And then the goal of like the game is that he has to grab both of his daughter's horns. His daughter's name is Lum. She's the iconic character from the show we were talking about. Mm. That's also a reference to folklore in that... In Japan, if you grab both horns of an Oni, you get a wish granted. So,
2: oh, that's good to know in if, this, I ever, uh, if I ever see an Oni. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So while he's training for this game of tag, because basically the stakes are, if you can catch my daughter in a game of tag, we will not conquer your planet. So he's uh, he's sort of this underachieving guy who can't stay faithful. He's training to, to get better at, uh, is he doing much training? Actually, I'm trying to remember if he was or if they're just talking about it while they're preparing. I don't know
1: if it was training, but it was more or less like the race went on for several days, I think. is what. Yeah. You know what?
0: You're right. After like day two. But there
1: was a limit. There was like, I don't know how many
2: days, but it was like, you have whatever, like seven days to do it or something.
0: Yeah. At some point, his girlfriend is like, all right, I will, we will get married if you can win this. And he thinks she's just like making that up, but she says, no, I'm serious. So then in the last day of the game, He's been beaten like multiple days in a row because she can fly and use electricity, and he's a his powers child. He's a boy. (laughs) Um, He uh, keeps saying to himself like marriage, like marriage. I'm gonna get married. Then he says it when he grabs her horns, and she's like, you know, he wins. Basically, well, no,
2: he takes her top off. That's how he does it.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he he takes.
1: takes Yeah, (laughs) a little fan service episode one. (laughs) He takes her top off. Yeah, and then that,
2: and then she's—I get—I—I I forget exactly how she lets her guard down here, but I mean, I think she's she's preoccupied with getting her top back on. Yeah, she's basically
1: her. like covering herself up, and it yeah. kind of like leaves her exposed for like a, like off—you know—for one second, it just catches her off guard.
0: Yeah, and and through that, he's able to get his hands around her horns.
1: I wrote down here like this is why
2: you should probably be fully clothed when you're gonna like battle or whatever, like.
1: I don't know. <laughs> this is why you need sports gear. You know, the the you bikini top really equipped. Yeah, yeah. Bikini top was a little risky of a choice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's all yeah. It's always fun seeing the, like the ways in which they're aliens versus the ways in which they seem pretty human in a lot of ways. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's a chance that she wouldn't be embarrassed by nudity at all because you know she's wearing a bikini and what does she give a shit what humans think? If
2: but- I remember correctly, though, she didn't. They didn't draw nipples on her. It was just like bo- like we saw the boobs, but there were no nipples. Right, she doesn't. Yeah, cover she that? was
1: covered up in the oh, oh, okay. original anime. I believe there were nipples, and in the comic, there's. Yeah, Rumiko's not shy about drawing boobs at all. <laughs> uh, but I think in this they did it like tastefully, probably for a reading or something oh, like okay. that. You know what I mean? I so, just have bad yeah. memory of them. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't show nipples for this one. I know a lot of people are disappointed because they're like, "Are they going to show them?" But I, I don't think they did.
0: Yeah, that is sort of a convention that has changed. Like, I think that certainly OVAs could be racier, but it does seem like, yeah, even TV shows. There were just mm. more nipples in the 80s mm. on Japanese uh, TV. And then for some reason, they decided to stop doing that. Probably maybe because of like streaming services that would pick this up might feel weird about yeah. it.
1: Yeah, there's like, because, you know, there's different like uh, censorship, not censorship, but like, uh, what is it, FCC? Like there's certain certain guidelines and some stuff for the internet has like different bars and the TV has different bars and daytime broadcast has different bars. So it might just be because of a time slot they were in, honestly, and they had to adjust because of that.
0: Yeah, that would make sense that there's like mm-hmm. a different watershed. It could literally be yeah. any
1: number of things. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so he does manage to get his hands around the horns. Therefore, he saves the planet Earth. <laughs> and Then everyone seems to promptly for- kind of forget yeah. that this all happened because it is a comedy or a almost a sitcom. I guess you could say. Yeah, Jackie, did you want to take over the?
2: Yeah, well, at this point is when she she tells him that oh, you proposed, so that's. That's where that comes in. Mm. And she also keeps electrocuting him. I'm this is just like notes that I take while I while I watch <laughs> the, the show. But yeah, she keeps electrocuting him, which is funny but painful. And I wrote down the it forms a black hole. I kind of I don't remember what happens at the end here, but I wrote something about a black hole. Maybe you can fill it in, uh, Koki if you remember. A
0: black hole. I don't remember uh... a black hole.
2: Okay. These are my la- my last two notes for this episode are forms a black hole and then i write the
1: i think go ahead i think i know what it might be about okay Okay. i think at the very end they start to introduce a new character and it's like a spaceship coming down from the sky if i'm not mistaken it might be right after the credits or am i thinking of episode two because right after they that they roll right into introducing new characters like right from the next episode and onward so it might be like a teaser of a new character coming and not necessarily like a black hole possibly I don't know.
0: I don't think we saw that. That okay. might be episode two. Jackie, I, I don't know what you We're saw. We're just
1: gonna,
2: uh, I don't know. My, my cryptic notes that I leave for myself. And then two days later, I forget what I wrote. But my, my also, my last note here for this episode is the OG couple love each other. And I don't know what that means either. So <laughs>
0: half of this podcast is figuring out what you <laughs> meant to say.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's talk about episode 10. Um, 'Cause Mark and I watched that as well. So we're skipping everything between two and nine and we're going to episode ten. Uh this is uh the the what's his name? Ataru? Mm-hmm.
0: Ataru's the, the main boy, yeah. Yeah.
2: His mom uh is going in for a parents' day, and there's a woman in like traveling in a horse-drawn carriage with like a fancy an ox cart. An ox cart. Yes. And she has like a fan over her face and she's very fancy and very important according to her butler guy i did not catch her name
1: um yes this is mendo's mother mendo is one of ataru's rivals he's like uh he's like a rich kid but like he's not he's he's completely out of touch but not in a Not in a well, he's a little snotty, but like not in a snotty way. As in, he doesn't understand how peasants eat lunch and stuff like that. Like he's he's very out of touch, and just he's such a great character. Like his whole family's really messed up. They're just really like he doesn't. His house is a helicopter. He lives in like this huge hovertron helicopter mansion. So like he's really out of touch with reality, and he doesn't understand how like. You know, normal people go to school and stuff like that. So he's he's a really great addition to the cast. So the lady with the ox cart is his mother.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know if we get her first name. I think she's just Lady Mendo or something. Oh right, yeah, right,
1: yeah. That might be Lady Mendo.
2: The the butler guy keeps calling her. I think my lady. Right, something. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, let's see. And so then a something big comes from the sky and destroys the carriage, like a big spaceship, destroys it. Lum's mom. Mm -hmm. And I, right, and it turns out to be Lum's mom. I wrote down here a horse, or oh, a house. A house drops on the witch, like the Wizard of Oz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is what that is.
2: Um, but she's okay. Um, <laughs> it turns out she's fine. So yeah, Lum's mom comes out of the spaceship, and she starts talking. She's saying something unintelligible. She's speaking their own language, which is mm-hmm. like, what? Is, what is this?
1: What is this? Um, but I guess that's the alien language. Um, it's which, so cute, too. It's like this, like, jibibber like, yeah. it's just like a nothing, like, it doesn't sound like anything. And again, to remind the podcast, this is the original voice actor of Lum from the 80s who gets to do this, so it's, oh, like, right. extra. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh. yeah, this is probably why this got such a high rating is because she came back for this episode. So, yeah, it, like, her doing, like, the alien language was, like, really cute and a big payoff for a lot of people. That makes oh, a lot yeah. of sense. Because I'm
0: guessing they never do the alien language for her in the original, or maybe just... um. It's, they it's might still refreshing. Just like to a see. little
1: bit here and there when Lum talks to her mom, possibly. I just I don't remember exactly because you know I watched it subtitled back in the day, so I don't remember if she right, was right. speaking the alien language or not. But yeah. Uh,
2: so Lum comes to kind of translate for her mom, and it's it. There's kind of hilarity ensues a little bit because there, there's just a lot missing in translation. It's like a bad game of telephone across the the languages. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, kind of by the end of it, what's his name? Mento. Mendo Mendo Mendo. Mendo's mom wants to duel because I don't know she is offended Um,
0: yeah and these are more it's hard to like the translation jokes between alien language and Japanese are also like they represent them visually in this version of the show but it's like if you don't know Japanese they move so fast that it's like there's one thing where she says one thing and then Lum translates it she changes like one particle Mm. One like like no becomes zo or something. And so instead of a negative, it's like a positive and like an emphatic positive. It's like all these puns that are probably like so hilarious for native Japanese speakers. That makes sense. I mean, like we still get the overall joke of yeah. like when you're translating, when your translator is not perfect, that yeah. kind of thing. But from what I understand, yeah. Takahashi was a fan of these puns and they're just all over the place. Um,
1: yeah, it's just so funny. And the the whole fact that they're all here gathered for like a PTA meeting, it's something really <laughs> silly like that. It makes it even funnier, too.
0: Yeah, I don't even think we see what they're really there for. Right. Doesn't it just eventually jump to like the,
1: the next story? Well,
0: right? it jumps to his mom being like, hey, I'm glad you didn't misbehave. And, and Ataru is just asleep. In the classroom, like he never even left.
2: The the yeah, and he, he's uh he, he kind of breaks the fourth wall because he says, "Is is this the screen time that I get?" Like he like they wake him up from his <laughs> bathroom, right, right, and He's like, "This is the screen time I get."
0: <laughs> but yeah, you you were saying that uh, Mendo's mom challenges Lum's mom to a duel.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, but then I don't think we actually see any that happen,
1: right? I don't think we do. Uh, I don't remember. Because, like, you know, a lot of Eurasai ends where it's like, oh, well, you know, they're about to get there, just theirs, And then, like, chaos ensues, cut mm. to, like, a screaming Ataru running from the cast as everyone's, like, rah, 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 fighting and stuff like that. It might be, like, it might have, like, devolved into one of those. I don't remember how that episode ended exactly, but killing well, them, it was probably like that. There's kind of,
2: I think this is, like, the second story to it where ataru like hitting on other girls and being kind of mean to lum and like ignoring her or like just being an idiot (laughs) and she's like you know oh you always do stupid things when i'm not looking and like his friends are like well he does stupid things when you're looking as well and she's like making she's making a little doll for him do you remember this Mark?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's this is this is 10B. So this is the thing that's like immediately at the end of 10A. So I guess they never do duel. I don't think they do because um, I, think I just, we quickly, just get to this. I just quickly looked up a fan wiki summary and yeah, they just say like that they're challenged to a duel and then yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is this is episode 10 b be. yeah and it's actually like kind of a, a sweet little like
2: I really liked it
0: you really liked it yeah it's yeah. like a little bit like look there's an emotional center here he's
2: so mean to her he calls her a pain in the ass and he says that he wishes he was free and single and she's just you know forcing him into a marriage but also <laughs> <laughs> she's like so sweet she like wakes him up in the morning and she makes sure he goes to school and she like I don't know what she, she does a bunch of nice things for him all the time and like He doesn't appreciate it. He's just extra mean for no reason. Um, And she's like making him a gift. And like he won't even let her talk. She has something to say or like something to fill him in on. But he won't let her talk. Right. And so she just he's like going to go to sleep. And she's like bye. And she she goes out the window. And the next morning she's gone. And he's he goes to like he oversleeps because she normally wakes him up. And he goes to school and everybody's like, where's Lum? And he like ends up missing her and real thinking like, oh, no, like she left me or she's I, I think like he tells the kids at school that she disappeared.
0: Um, yeah, he's worried that she's been kidnapped. So when Mendo, the rich kid, is asking him about it, he sort of spills the beans on the fact that he doesn't know because he accuses Mendo's family of having kidnapped Lum. And he imagines this weird, like, I don't know if that's supposed to be Mendo's dad, but he has like gold glasses, gold teeth, a bunch of gold rings, and he's holding Lum hostage. Uh, it's, it sounds it,
1: like that's probably like Ataru's projection of what he yes. expects of Mendo's dad.
0: But it's also just really funny that he's, he starts out like when, when she first doesn't go with him to school, he's like, no, she didn't, she didn't come in. She doesn't, I don't know why she didn't come to school today. And then Mendo's like, "Yeah, where is she? Where where could she be?" And then he's like, "Well, you probably kidnapped her." And then they're like, "Wait, you you said she wasn't coming to school now? Like, doesn't she live with you? Like, why do you not know?" So he accidentally is sort of like, "Yeah, I don't know either." Mm. Um, and is oh, this when we cut to oh, what right, she's right. actually doing?
2: Right, right, right. Well, one thing I also forgot to mention is, so she ends up making a, a doll for him before she leaves. She leaves the doll on his desk, and he takes ends up like because he misses her I guess he like sees it and he takes it to school with him um and then we cut to where she actually is I thought she left him by the way I thought she was like already like you don't appreciate me you know realizing her worth (laughs) and like you know going back to live with her parents or whatever um but no she was getting her uh passport renewed (laughs) she was she was back home with her parents getting her passport renewed she was gonna come back i guess after that um but apparently you need a passport uh to visit earth or to to yeah that's what that's
1: what they right said. they they
0: initially came down as invaders but then somehow <laughs> they ended up with like this bureaucratic explanation of like well yeah. you gotta get your earth passport renewed yeah <laughs> um which is a, this is a real thing right people have to get their visas renewed so they go back to their home country for a bit isn't this thing
2: yes but i mean we also have to get our passport renewed eventually soon
0: yeah, but it doesn't take, you don't have to go anywhere for three days.
2: Uh, I don't know. I've never lived abroad. so Exactly. I don't know. I but don't I think know anything. You probably do need to go back to your home country to get your passport. May, unless maybe. I'm pretty may, sure. You could maybe go to an embassy. Maybe?
0: I think there's something with work visas. Maybe they translated it as passport, but it's really a visa. This is really granular. <laughs> uh, but it's something where she's really only gone for a few days because she has to go back to her home, her home ship.
2: Yeah. Um and something accidentally turns on her like doll radio. Her
0: her dad is like what is this and he just starts hitting buttons on it.
2: Yeah, so she put a microphone or a listening device on that doll so she can listen to like oh right because because remember earlier she said uh that he always does stupid things when she's not around uh or he yeah that he always does stupid things when she's not around so i guess she put the the thing to like listen to him and see, like listen to the stupid things he does um well when they're listening to him he's like crying himself to sleep <laughs> he's oh, like oh, just is
0: <laughs> pouring tears and snot on this Aww. little doll like while it's right next to him listening he
1: misses her and he's sad and it's yeah. very cute it's a really sweet. Sometimes Ataru. Okay. So the great thing about Ataru is he's such am I allowed to cuss or no? Yeah, like, yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. He's such a piece of shit. You know what I mean? And like he does terrible things all the time. So when you see him get his just desserts, it's amusing. It's funny. You don't have to feel bad for him because he has it coming. And then he does little things like this, and you're like, oh well, maybe he does like her and it's kind of cute. You know? Yeah. Like you, you go back and forth with like in the guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's you, probably like written in if you're an author and like you know you're writing for kids because this is a shonen manga, that you're probably like all right, every now and then we have to do this sweetness so they understand that these characters like each other. Right. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is It is good. It, this reminds me of, like, the only thing I can think of that is, like, kind of close to this is, this is going to be weird, but do you guys remember Garfield? That there's, <laughs> there's a comic. It's, like, a scary fucking, like, I think it was a whole week of Garfield where he wakes up in the house and it's abandoned. John is gone. Odie is gone. What? The house is like disheveled and shit. Um, and he's like, Where is Jim did Davis
1: okay? I don't, <laughs> like, what well, is the-, the answer is
0: no, but <laughs> yeah. it was just this whole like what if thing. And then he wakes up in reality and he's like actually happy to see John and Odie Aww. and stuff, I think. But it's like Aww. really weird. And as a kid, because for some reason at the Scholastic Book Fair, they would always have these like Garfield omnibus collections. And so I have read, I think at least a decade of Garfield comics, like, every day from, like, like maybe all of the 90s, maybe from the beginning. I don't know. And there's just this really unsettling bit that's like, uh, well, you know, main character, like, you should really value the people that you are mean to a lot of the time. That's kind of what this, like, reminded me of. But they probably do it in other shows.
1: Mm-hmm. Just to like, remind you, just like reestablish and be like, oh, OK, yeah, like here's their relations, like, you know, even though it's goofy and silly and hijinks all the time. So
2: mm. There's definitely I, I don't I don't remember the show, but it's definitely a thing that I've seen in, or like a trope that I've seen in shows where like a character will be kind of mean to another character or bully them or whatever. But actually, you know, where this happens is, hey, Arnold, because <laughs> Helga, Helga bullies <laughs> Arnold, but she's like in love with him secretly yeah yeah (laughs) but it's kind of like you know i can make i can be the bully but no one else can bully this person like you know it's like Mm -hmm. i don't know um but yeah so when she comes back he he's like he gets kind of emotional about it but he tries to hide it and then uh he pretends he's not happy to see her even though he like definitely is and i think and she knows it but she doesn't really press it
0: i yeah i think this also might be why it was a highly rated episode is because it does have this like little Moment of genuineness?
2: I thought it was, oh, I, w- I was like, well, that's it, right? Like, she comes <laughs> back and then they get married. <laughs> he realizes that he, <laughs> you know, I <it> was <laughs> like, <laughs> he just realizes that she's great and like, you know, and he apologizes and they get married, right? But I guess Yeah, this <laughs>
0: is, well, this is why it's, yeah, this is why, I mean, it's like a sitcom, right? It's not like in Seinfeld where you're like, well, George is going to realize any moment <laughs> now that he is an asshole who can't just pretend to quit his job, right? But no, yeah. This, this goes on for many more episodes. Um, but yeah, that was episode 10. And
2: speaking of 10.
0: <laughs> speaking of 10. Episode yeah.
2: 12, we are introduced to 10. It's called 10 is Here.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was interesting because we also started it on High Dive without English captions. So a bunch of the like written puns definitely went past us because I feel like they also supplemented like Japanese text they tell you. Like this, the name of the Swingers Club,
2: right? But we caught that later.
0: We caught that later, but like, there's this whole New Year's card game thing where I don't know what it is. Like the monk is reading oh,
1: the Hanafuda or something. I think. Wait, no, Kurada, Kurada. It's Kurada, is what they're playing.
0: Right. Yeah, I have never heard of this concept. If this is a thing they do in Japan, it sounds like he reads a poem, and then you have to. There's a bunch of cards laid out that have verses. And he's going to read verses and whoever spots and grabs the card that has the next verse, like he gets to choose which verse is next or something. Mm. It's kind of like an I spy, but with words. Mm. Um, and in the English dub, he is, I believe he's saying the Japanese like they they were like, there's no fucking way we can make an English version of this. Mm. So he's just saying the, the Kana basically that are on the cards. But anyway, or is that how this episode starts, that they're just going to a New Year's Day party? No,
2: this starts with the family is taking photos of Lum in formal attire, and they keep talking about how girls are so much better than boys because oh, you yeah, dress them yeah. up in formal attire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they find 10 in the mailbox, which is you. You play 10. <laughs> yes, that's me. I play 10.
1: <laughs> how did you get this part? Uh, I uh, auditioned, and I got very lucky. I got very, 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 very lucky. That's awesome.
0: so did you just did you have this on your radar were you just like hearing that like there was going to be a dub and so you were like okay i
1: mean like literally any time okay i'm like not a superstitious person but i anytime that there is a chance you can make a wish whether it's like a shooting star or like you get back like a like I don't know, a fucking misprinted something or other or something. You're just like, oh, this is a sign. This is a lucky sign. And then you, you make a wish. I'm just like, I just want to be involved in the show somehow. Please, please, please. And it's like I just willed it, I feel like.
0: Did you but did you think to yourself like I can be 10? Like that's a voice that I can do. Or mm-hmm. were you not sure what it was going to be?
1: Honestly, if I was the director, I would have absolutely put me as well, I mean, like if if I if not, I'm not saying like oh I'd cast me as ten. I'm saying if I was like a director and I was looking to be like where do I put her, I would have put me at ten definitely. Even though ten's not my favorite character, I love ten. Ten's amazing, but I really feel like my voice is best suited for ten.
0: Yeah, I think you said like on a, on a stream you were talking about this, and then you were talking about how you have a, a part in Oshinoko, which mm-hmm. we watched. We didn't we didn't see the episode that you talked about though, where it talks about ego searching and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you said something like, "Yeah, I end up playing these like little shits," or <laughs> something like that.
1: Oh yeah, that was in also the penguin run movies that just came out. I also oh, play like little baby. That's right. Yeah, also yeah. in that too. So I, it's kind of funny that I almost have a type. I guess it's typecasting a little bit, which is I'm fine with it. I just, I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited to be included in well, anything. Well, so.
0: the thing is, when you said that, and then when I saw the design for ten, I was worried that we were going to have you on, and you were just like a character that is like like George Clooney as a turkey or whatever. I thought you were just going to be like, like a Pokemon oh, saying like 10, 10 oh. or something. No, and I was like, like a oh full, God.
1: Yeah. Cast member. Yeah. He's, he's a supporting cast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he, yeah, you got a lot of lines. Uh, yeah. He's
1: like, sort of like a mascot of the show in a way like sort of kind of because like you know whenever they put lum on something they also usually put 10 and stuff like that he's 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 like it's like really iconic uh character too like everybody in the series is iconic because you know it's a beloved series but it really is a huge 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 honor to get to play him
0: yeah it's it's interesting too because we also we had i think the only other voice actor that we've we've had on we had on Kira Buckland in like... Oh, yeah. In like 2018. And she had like...
1: Wait, that's before she was Jolene, right?
0: Correct. We had her on... She Ooh. was I believe she was already Raimi Sugimoto, the ghost girl. Yeah. From, yeah, part four. Yeah. Yes. Um, and while we were talking to her, she's like, oh my God, if they do Stone Ocean, she's like, I would love to be that part. Like, it's all I've ever wanted. I've always loved JoJo. And then when she was actually announced, it was like, well, there you go. Like, yeah. look at that. That yeah. worked out, man. That's really so, cool.
1: That was such a knowing how much Kira loves Jojo sincerely and deeply, like how much she like talks about it all the time on Twitter. And this is even before, like when she was like, you know, a much smaller voice actor, it's so cool to see her get such a huge reward like that. So.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. And yeah, it's awesome that you got to do this. I think you killed it. Uh, it yeah. was a little surreal in the beginning too. Cause I'm like, that's Koki. That's Koki's. voice. I've heard her say like the dumbest shit, including shit that I have written in chat. But yeah,
2: <laughs> it's me. It's me. Your voice is not as recognizable to me. But did uh, did you change your voice a little bit for this character? Because to me, it sounded like you kind of made it like you you were a little spunkier with him. Like you sounded more like a like a little boy a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like um, I didn't know what direction to go with. Because like a lot of the time, you know, you could do like a uh, more tough gruff voice or whatever yeah. uh, it, like they do that like a lot with like little boy characters and stuff but when I heard what the Japanese uh voice actress did she did like a baby voice so I was like yeah. oh I could do a baby voice like no problem so I went more cutesy with it than I did like a gruff little boy voice yeah so. yeah it
2: wasn't gruff but yeah yeah maybe may more like a like a baby but not all the way baby yeah. like you didn't go like yeah
1: i just went like a little bit higher I, Yeah, i'm sorry I, again i'm sorry my voice yeah you like don't really have to attempt today. it today yeah i, I apologize <laughs> it's gruff <laughs> today uh i did a lot of streaming this past week but um yeah it's i went more baby with my voice because I, I naturally have like a high voice and it's pretty energetic but when you're you know in reading the lines and stuff like that you know you really gotta like uh, not exaggerate but give it like a lot of life and make it sound interesting mm-hmm. if that makes sense like really emote through your voice because you don't get to emote with your hands and your body uh so you you really got to rely on the voice a lot so that's why you know i sound a lot more like you know like perked up and stuff yeah
0: yeah no it made it made sense and this show is a lot of people not not like at tens maybe because ten is maybe like pop team epic or something but or to say Yasser is a lot of energy. There's a there's a lot of crazy mm-hmm. characters, ridiculous voices and, and jokes and stuff. So no, of course, um, can I I don't know if this is like maybe a boring technical question, but like, did you go to a studio for this kind of thing or did they just coach you like over the Internet or was there no coaching? I'm just curious. Yeah, you go to a,
1: for, for this one, you go to a studio, but I, I also had the opportunity to do it uh, from home uh, recently too for something that's not announced yet
0: oh okay cool. yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. See, so you guys have something else to look forward to <laughs> yeah that's
0: cool well good good for mm-hmm. you man um, Thank you. but yeah this this episode is also uh well i guess they're all sort of two stories uh except is the first one not a two-story one Maybe me just skipped it fuck it whatever
1: i don't think i think it was just i think one. the first one was like yeah establishing the series i don't think it was a two wait i think it might have been actually oh no no, no I, okay yeah i think it's just kind of continuing the story because like in the original manga i think that that spanned like a couple chapters i don't remember it's been a long time since i read it but i think the original like race and stuff like that spanned like a chapter or two at least so i think that they just did that for the first episode i
0: think gotcha
1: i might be wrong
0: I don't it, know. that it's- feels right i don't i don't feel like i, I noticed that it was a uh one of those sort of two mini episode formats until uh 10 um and yeah so here in episode 12 they're taking pictures of Lum and talking about how much they love girls because you can dress them up and stuff, make them pretty right. and all that.
2: And there's a kid in the mailbox and mm-hmm. it's Ten and he has a little postal tag on him and we find out that <laughs> that Ten is Lum's cousin and I don't know, he's just this cute little round thing and uh, he kind of looks like Lum a little bit, like a mini, I don't know. I thought it was really cute that uh, she's like, I, I don't know what she says. She's like, come to me or something. And he, and he just kind of like, it's like he's swimming in the air. He like floats, but it's like so slow, like a baby crawling, but it's like so, so slow. Like, like, and with a lot of effort, like coming to yeah, her. Yeah, it's so cute. So cute where he's <laughs> just like,
1: he's trying to, he's doing his best and she's like, here's my little speedster. And like, yeah. he's just like, uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. it's just so cute. And everything, yeah.
2: everything Ten does, Lum applauds
1: it's just yeah, it. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> I mean, Ten is like just
2: adorable anyway. So yeah, they go to what? What is it that they go to? Where where all there's a girls and I don't know. Where they is go the, to like a, a shrine. It's a right? traditional
0: Japanese home, but it's like the family that oversees the shrine, I believe.
2: Because there's a shrine maiden there too,
1: right? Yes. It's Ron. Ron is the shrine maiden.
0: Yes, who's no, secretly uh, well?
1: Ron is. Uh, no, wait, is. Does Ron work at the temple? I don't remember. She does work it's, at the shrine, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's Sakura that is the shrine. It, her family has the shrine basically. Okay. And, and Cherry's the little monk and stuff like that. He's related to her. Wait, aren't they? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay, yeah, you know what? Now that I remember, I think I remember Ron in the maiden outfit too. No that Yeah, me. and Wait, she's no. she's
0: hiding her identity even though she knows Lum and Ten cuz she's one of those aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever have like a race a name for their alien race, but she knows them all, and it turns out that she is uh she lives next door to ten in their home planet or their home uh yep. system or whatever,
2: yeah, so t- so so uh uh i don't I don't remember who like maybe ten is like hey, I know I know her, she was my neighbor, and she's like, uh, you must be thinking of someone else, not definitely not me, must be someone who looks like me um were you uh when you did the voice, koki, were you? Um, did you meet any of the other actors or was it all like done separately?
1: Uh I had only met the guy who plays Mendo. because uh, he was leaving as I was arriving. Oh, okay. And he was very funny and very nice and super ecstatic and like just like like beaming with like like he's just like a cool dude. He was just really, really nice.
2: Awesome. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. wondering. I was wondering if there was if like sometimes you might see people do like a live I don't know, like, conversation or something, but...
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, no, not this. Everything's, like, pre-recorded, so, like, yeah. you, you go... You, everybody goes one at a time and stuff, so... That makes sense. My impression yeah. is
0: that's the Western style in general, like, even with original Western works, mm-hmm. I think that it's that sort of thing, that people just record their lines separately. Yeah. That it's yeah. only Japanese anime productions where they get everyone together in a room to do conversations. Mm. yeah um and sometimes the
1: parts are recorded before you so you could hear the how that they were reacting and you could play off the people sometimes Uh, because like you know it's about like building and then sometimes you're the first person to go so you kind of get to set the tone of the scene also
0: that's got to be cool to know like oh i'm the first voice that Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah
1: um they do like a little talent show
2: thing but i I, I didn't write down what what they what they did what what talent show Oh, yeah, yeah. they
1: did. It was like a New Year's little, like, talent show thing that they were just doing. Like, let's bring out some uh, talents we did. I I feel like, oh, gosh, what was everybody's? I can't remember. I just remember 10s. Yeah, (laughs) What was 10s? What was 10s? I think he literally just was like, watch what I could do. And then he's just like doing the little (laughs) (laughs) fly over the long, you know?
2: That that makes sense, yeah. So, <laughs> so that happens. Uh, R- Ron is trying to get revenge on Lum. I don't remember why. There's a revenge plot here. Well, I know but- that
0: she's mad at them for calling her out and being like, "We know you," but mm. th- I think you're thinking more in. Isn't it in ten B that she's more, or is it this one? I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, there's something where she wants to get revenge on Lum. Definitely.
1: Yeah, they've got a long-standing rivalry since childhood.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah, we yeah. we skipped all that.
1: Right. Yeah. And Ron Ron is trying to be,
2: Ron is pretending to be really into Ataru to make Lum jealous and stuff. Like kind of mm-hmm. try to take him away from her.
0: I think so, yeah.
2: And Ten keeps breathing fire on him <laughs> for different reasons.
0: Oh, uh, the, the reveal that Ten can breathe fire <laughs> is like so good. That was like <laughs> such, because you're just like watching it. It's like, it's already very funny that he like swims all inefficiently and shittily in the middle of the air and everyone has to pretend that he's such a cute perfect it is, special boy It is
2: cute and perfect Mark. okay I'm
0: sorry and then <laughs> and then it's so you're like okay he's like a weak little baby but then he also has the special ability to breathe fire like if anything you'd think that he'd emit electricity but no he has a different elemental power and then I don't remember if it's this episode I think it is this this one 12a. Where he also realizes that if he breathes fire, he will fly in the opposite direction. Like he could technically use that as a means of getting
2: around. I think that happens. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right at the end of this part.
0: Yeah. It's a very funny character. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I enjoy. I enjoy It It's funnier
1: too, like when you get introduced to his mom. Which I don't know if they'll get to that episode or not, but like in the manga and in the in the old series, Ten's mom, uh, he actually hides her, his fire breathing from her because he doesn't want her to know because uh, she's like a firefighter. So it's it's really funny. <laughs> it's a really good episode. So I really hope they get to that one when they do season two.
0: Yes, which is confirmed for next January, year, I, think. I believe. January twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay sorry and then is that the end of 12a pretty much
2: yeah Uh, 10 breathes fire on ataru before uh, before he gets to kiss ron because they were like about to kiss and that's like that's like how 10a or 12a ends
0: yeah and then 12b
2: 10 is into sakura that's what happens that's like the plot of Mm
1: -hmm.
2: 12b is 10 is into sakura and he wants to write her a love letter (laughs) and ataru wants to like sabotage that um he's he, he tells him oh yeah i'll i'll uh i'll do you a favor and i'll ghost write your love letter for you um and so he's they they send the love letter and you know this is going to be bad because he, i don't know ataru just has a thing against him he's also reason. terrible with women
0: yeah he has <laughs> the worst luck he's terrible with women like don't let him write your letter but
1: right Right. Well, yeah. yeah. But he kind of gaslights Ten into thinking he can't do it because he's like, "Well, have you ever written a love letter?" And he's like, "No, I haven't." And it's like, well, "Do you want me to?" Because I'm known as like the best love letter writer. But he's he's literally tricking Ten because he doesn't want him. He wants to see him fail because he's pissed at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So But Ten's a baby. He doesn't know better. He's like, "Okay, if you promise, you know." Yeah, like,
0: like a grown, like a, a big boy is gonna help me write a love letter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. So cute. So then, cut to Sakura. She she gets a love she gets the letter and she's like, uh, another love letter. <laughs> and I just like, I don't know. I thought that was funny that she she just gets so many love letters. It doesn't say who it's from. So she opens it and she doesn't read it out loud. But uh, or maybe she reads she
1: reads, parts reads some of it. of
0: it out loud. Yeah, she reads. She
1: parts. does, and it gets <laughs> very creatively censored. It's like.
0: It's like, I want to, and then it's censored, but it's like, I want to blank on your blank. There's another blank. And then it ends with like a baby. (laughs) Uh, I I can kind of figure out what is being said there. But uh, yeah, this was one of those moments where I'm like, wow, this was in a kid's manga. This is crazy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it seems like it's perverted or something. And she's very offended. And she's like, I'm going to go punch that jackass. So she does go to meet uh, the person who wrote the letter. Um, and she's like, she's like, oh, it's some bonehead from school who's trying to pick on me. And when she gets there, there's ten being a cutie, and
0: <laughs> and Ataru comments like, oh, she actually showed up because he yeah. knows that the letter is offensive. But then she's actually there, and he's just like, okay, like let's see like, what happens. Maybe
2: she's into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 he's like, maybe she's a nymphomaniac.
2: Yeah, but then when she sees ten, she's like, all right, well, I can't punch this baby. <laughs>
0: Yeah How, how often yeah. have we said that to ourselves? You see a baby and you're like, well, probably shouldn't, you know, hit him in the face. Yeah,
1: but it's, uh, it's just like that, though, because she's just like, and then like the line where it's like in something, something just like a baby, and then he, she's like, oh, he probably meant literally. Like, she kind of like gives him <laughs> right. like the benefit of the doubt with the letter where she's like, oh, because he's a baby. Okay, now this is starting to make a little more sense, but she's still kind of shocked he wrote what he wrote, but she's willing to... Kind of uh, like amuse the amuse the date a little bit just because yeah
2: is the jo- so he knows what's in the letter is the joke like from his perspective does ten just not understand it like yeah he's a baby it's
1: going over his head he doesn't understand <laughs> what's wrong or rude about the letter he thinks ataru just hooked him up with this letter and it worked because he got the girl out here and she's gonna go on a date with him so a is unaware completely blissfully unaware about the filthiness that's in that letter
0: yeah
2: very cute um <laughs> so um ataru is ataru is like Uh, Well, you know, the date is full of wild adult fantasies, so it's like not going to go well. So um, they he and Lum watch them go on their date. They follow them. Um, And so first stop is a cafe, but actually it's a swingers club. (laughs) Uh, And oh, right. It's called the lusty
0: lunch something lunch room the lusty <laughs> lunch room i think it's called okay it's like it's it's like one of those weird where are like okay i think you got the gist of what they were going for with the pun there it's a weird mm. yeah it's a mouthful
2: and this is where that couple that inuyasha kagome couple come yeah, out yeah the uncle and the guy yeah this of.
0: was such a weird it's a weird conversation too like looking back now it's like oh okay that's why it was like it was like they looked weird in the shot it's almost like i'm trying to remember if it had like sort of a classic anime look to it i don't know not that inuyasha is that old but yeah she's and like the woman says something like i thought it was so sexy like watching you with other women or something
2: yeah like that oh that side of you was so sexy i'd never seen it before and he says something like oh you're i don't know what he says to her but they kind of are flirting out of the the lusty lunch club Mm -hmm. yeah and Sakura is like, uh, no, we're not going in here. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's, I think he starts to cry at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's a baby. He doesn't know better. You know, he doesn't like being told no. Like when he's like, but we we're supposed to, this is supposed to be a part of our date. You know, he yeah. know better. he's like, I
2: want to take, but I wanted to take you to the swingers club.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, he's like crying and stuff. And oh, right. He, another line he says is, uh, why can't you empathize with the heart of an innocent boy? Which I, I thought was really funny, too.
0: Yeah, he knows what empathize means, just, just not tits or <laughs> whatever the fuck I'm, was the letter. I might
2: have written that down wrong, but the heart of the innocent boy part, I wrote that down, it's funny. Um, And th- and so finally she gives in, and Sakura's like, alright, fine, I'll do whatever you say.
0: <laughs> yeah, this, th- that was crazy, and then what they actually go do is kind of crazy. It's And now they're
2: gonna go see a movie, and what kind of movie is this? I don't know, I thought it was gonna be like a Porn, but it's th- it doesn't seem like it's all the way a porn. It's called my wife's hot trip.
0: <laughs> I don't know exactly what they were going for with this because she's
2: like eating like deep throating sushi or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like
0: everything they say is porny. It's like sexual pornographic, but then when they show the screen, they're not doing sex. It's just stuff that you could uh, go oh that the shit they're saying could be yeah. applied to this scenario. So I guess the gag is just that. Anytime, like, if you're a reader of this manga, you think you're going to see some nudity or whatever on the screen, but instead it's conveniently always something else. But just trying to imagine a world where there's a movie like this was, like, really weird.
1: Yeah, that movie was a riot. It was was because, like, you know, it's in the background. You just, you don't see the visuals. They only kind of occasionally flash the visuals. So what you're hearing, you think that they are literally in a porno theater just because of, like, the dialogue where... I think she was, like, driving fast in a car or something. She's like, oh, slow down. Like, that kind of stuff, that kind of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's giggling. He's like, oh, do you like it if I go like this? You know, they do, like, you know, an exchange like that. And then you're just like, what the what the hell are they watching? And then it shows, and they're literally just in a, a sports car. And there's, like, another scene where it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so wet. But, like, they, they're at mm-hmm. SeaWorld getting splashed by seals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's, like, ridiculous because it's absolutely taken out of context until you see what they're actually doing.
0: Yeah, and isn't it that, like, they're watching it and then like the gag for 10 and Sakura is just that they find the movie really boring because it is just like a couple in a car, a couple at SeaWorld. And so they yeah. start falling asleep or no 10 straight up falls asleep 10's
1: asleep yeah
2: well the other reason I thought it was a porn was if you look at who else is in the theater there's just like two random men and at one point it almost looks like one of them's like jerking off
0: <laughs> did it really I missed that but it's just like
1: two I mean, men I notice that but two that's men, hilarious just
2: two men in a theater at like opposite ends of the theater and that's it I'm just like a single man you know and it's like
1: this well we know uh, what they're <laughs> up to
2: right
0: yeah. <laughs> uh yeah and then but, but like the thing is that's that's also really funny is that lum and ataru are there just to spy on these two but don't they end up like giving themselves away because they get way too into the movie anyway i think isn't that what happens
1: uh, uh i think lum basically is like interested in the movie because she doesn't i don't think she sees the perversion in it she's just kind of like if i recall she's like into the movie and i think Ataru's is busy kind of like peep in saying like well what's sakura up to because he's not paying maybe he's slightly paying attention to the movie i don't remember what what interrupts them i'm trying to remember i just
2: wrote down like so i think that when she sees ataru she's like i knew you were feeding him ideas and uh i don't know exactly what like how that happens but then they end up outside of the theater they leave and um 10 is like, but we haven't gone to the hotel yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, but in the date we go to, I, and doesn't he order it wrong or something?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. The hotel was supposed to come at the end. They were supposed to, I don't know what, there were, there were a couple of other, this is a really long date. There's yeah. a lot planned. <laughs> this is a
0: big commit for your first time going on a date with someone and you're a baby. And they're <laughs> not an adult, but you know, there's well, a huge age gap. T-
2: 10 then proposes. He's like, please marry me. Um, mm-hmm. And, then she respond. Her response to the proposal was, "There are too many hurdles in my life right now. I'm sorry." And it turns out she has a, a an engagement ring or a wedding ring. So she has mm-hmm. a
0: ring. I think.
2: Well, they assume it's a wedding
0: ring. Right? Yeah. And and uh, but Ataru, nobody corrects them. That's true. But Ataru loses his mind over this because he really likes Sakura.
2: Oh, uh, well, he likes everybody. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your face just now. You were like, "Oh, ew." <laughs> like like ataru's here with me and you're like you You like like everyone He
2: like who cares who he likes he likes everybody he was flirting with uh ron like like the episode before that he's like he flirts with every girl like who like who cares (laughs) i feel i feel worse for 10 poor 10
1: Four, was ten. ten. Yeah. you don't
0: want to go to a hotel man you don't want that I don't know 10 would just like go to a hotel and just be like amused by the ice machine or whatever that's what would happen yeah a real he, baby doesn't, went to he a doesn't
1: understand what, what what that implies he doesn't get that at all he's just like no it's part of the date though it's supposed to be a part of the date like he doesn't understand at all because like, he's a baby
0: yeah he just wants to go and ride the elevator that's it that's what babies want to do
1: yeah you mm-hmm. want to push the button
0: that's what I did when I was a kid I would go to hotels I would just hang out in the elevator Push the button. <laughs> yeah, it's got so many buttons.
2: Um, yeah. So then Ten is like, oh, I guess I've been rejected, and somehow he thinks it's Ataru's fault that he was rejected, and so I think he breathes fire on Ataru some more.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably probably when uh, Sakura goes to like uh, accost uh, Ataru, that he figures it all out.
1: Yeah, so there's like a scene where Ten kind of realized that she's married, like sh- she's like engaged, and then he just has a little baby meltdown because he's just like well like he's like i have been rejected like he's he's just like defeated because it was his first date and like it went well for him but at the same time he didn't realize he was going after a taken woman (laughs) which you do get introduced to sakura's fiance later on and he's so funny and a goofball and just like he's he's like a magician himself and like it's, like, it's, you kind of question if he's actually a magician or he thinks he's a magician. And, like, he has, like, a goofy name, too. Like, his name is, like, uh, uh, oh, gosh. It's Ozuna Tsubame, which means something, like, like I forgot what Tsubame is. I think it's, like, a bir- a type of bird. Uh, it's, so it's, like, the Are, bird of Oz, basically, is what his name is. Like, he just has, like, a real showy name and stuff.
0: Yeah, there's a few uh, name-based puns in here. Like, I think Ataru's name, Ataru Moroboshi, is like, literally, it's like someone who's hit by a star or something like that.
1: Yeah and they always make fun of Ataru cuz like it's it's like basically he's supposed to be the unluckiest man born on the unluckiest uh ty- day of the year and a black cat crossed th- his mom in the hospital bed and she walked under a ladder to get there so he's supposed to be like yeah. the most cursed unluckiest person in the universe.
0: It was like on Friday the 13th and the unluckiest moon in the Buddhist calendar yeah, or something like exactly. that. Yeah, that's episode <laughs> yeah, 1. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah Tsubame is the is a it's a bird. It's a barn swallow.
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah. So that's Subame. Basically, it's like Barn Swallow of Oz is his name. (laughs) And like he has like a really silly magician's cape and stuff, too. Like he's all of the characters have severe things wrong with them. And it's so funny to watch them. And they're just when they get their just desserts. It's always funny because they're not great people, but it's funny, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that Takahashi said that she was like, yeah, whenever I ran out of ideas, I just made up new characters. And Mm. (laughs) she liked science fiction because it gave her that flexibility. Yeah. And it is great when it's like, okay, I don't need to sit down and think of like, with comedy, I mean, like, you don't, it's not like Star Trek. You have to sit down and think like, who are the Ferengi? Who are the Romulans? Like, what's their metaphor in real world history? It's Mm -hmm. like, no, these are weird people that just i just like thought of
2: wacky just wacky people yeah they just have like just a weird a power of, yeah. they're yeah. named
0: this insane name and they look at earth culture like this so yeah so it's co- anytime yeah. you see a new character in this show it's like you know there's going to be some new gag that's going to be hilarious it's gonna be
1: some kind of wacky weird thing like every character has something wrong with them and it's it's always really funny
0: yeah and that's pretty much it for for 12 yep for 12b Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed this. I think this is a similar thing that like Koki we've talked about, I guess maybe we're judgmental assholes, but like (laughs) for some reason, Inuyasha, just like, it just didn't gel with us. I feel like when I, uh, maybe Jackie, you haven't said this, but maybe it's just (laughs) me, maybe I'm judgmental and an asshole, but I feel like the Inuyasha fandom was always like really annoying in person. Like when I was like a teenager or whatever. So (laughs) then like when I'd see... Rumiko Takahashi's name come up, I was a little bit like, okay, but how funny is Ronma one half really? When we watched it for the show, I was like, oh no, this is funny, this mm-hmm. is funny stuff. And same thing yeah. here, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know, is yeah. you know Yasha not a comedy? Is that the deal with that? Is it too? I think that
1: that's what it is. I think it, it's more dramatic and like follows like a plotline, storyline thing. So and so you know, she does good. You know, the fight scenes and stuff are good. She she writes compelling characters and stuff like that. But I feel like her strong suit really is the comedy stuff, and like Erosai is so good. And Ron Mahalf is so good. And she's just so, so, so funny. And just the weirder, the more bizarre the characters, the better the story is, too. And she just comes up with the most weird ideas, too. It's the best.
2: So I didn't know that she wrote all three of those. But I, I'm gathering now, based on what you guys <laughs> are saying, that she wrote all three of those. That's pretty cool.
1: She's yep. done, like, a lot. She's done Mise and a Cuckoo, One Pound Gospel, Renee. Uh, she's done so many things. She's, she's everywhere. The Mermaid Forest stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I read something that that said, uh, what was it? Oh, Tenshi Muyo and Love Hino would not exist if mm. uh, if not for this show, specifically Urusei Yatsura, mm. because it's the geek actually gets a girl, actually gets to hang out with a girl, that mm. sort of thing. And yeah, I definitely got Tenshi Muyo vibes. We watched a little bit of one of the OVAs, one of the series, uh, because someone told us to. I don't uh, even
2: remember. We watched so many... <laughs> so many animes for this podcast
0: it is it is sad when someone brings up like i don't want to say which ones but there's been some shows people have brought up and i'm like shit we watch
1: that <laughs> <laughs> you just forget well because i mean if you're always cycling like, through shows it's easy to forget you know
0: yeah and people that i know that are still like ba- basically like i was really into anime in like college like fucking 15 years ago or whatever and like then i kind of fell off it and now it's like the only way i interact with anime it's like three episodes at a time except then like Jojo I've seen all of yeah a few other shows we finished because we they were good as hell yeah but there's a lot of shows people are like have you ever seen hunter hunter I'm like uh, I've seen three episodes of it <laughs> right, right and right. then stop because well we had other shit to watch or it wasn't like amazing that we got addicted to it um but yeah for three episodes I think it actually worked out really well that these are the three that we picked yeah they're all funny we picked
1: good ones honestly uh yeah. you picked like a good one to like kind of like you, you picked a good Lum and Otaru-centric episode, too, like, so you could feel, like, the main character's out. And then, obviously, the one i am in too, so <laughs> good choices.
0: Yeah, well, and congratulations to you, because, yeah, Ten is a good character, a funny character.
1: Thank you. Again, it's amazing to me, because, like, I have been a fan of the show since I first got into anime forever ago, and I own figures of Ten and stuff like that, too, because I, I just like the series, so I I would buy stuff. So it's wild to me that, like, uh, somehow, in the universe, I was able to voice him. That is insane to me. You that get is, to be a part of it. That's exactly, so cool. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I willed it into existence.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it. It makes sense that they that they brought it back. Again, it was one of the best selling manga of all time but at the same time yeah not every show that was popular in the 80s gets to come back like this Mm
1: -hmm. it's true i and i love that david production's the one that got to have it because like they really went all out with it like and it's like i said it's such a love letter and like the colors are beautiful they think about like every little detail and everything so it was in good hands and i was i had such high expectations for it too so it delivered (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. I uh, I would watch more of this.
1: I would watch more of mm-hmm. it, too.
0: Okay, good. Yeah! <laughs> good. We, we don't have Miles on. We can yeah pretend Miles also liked it, or or maybe it was another <laughs> episode where Miles goes, that was okay.
1: Yeah, Miles, you liked it, right, Miles?
0: <laughs> yeah, I debated making him watch this, but he's, like, literally on vacation with his family, so yeah, I, I couldn't it's do it. Good. Everything was easier when, you know, before we had children, before we <laughs> well, lived in different I places. When we, when we all lived in New Jersey, everything was easier.
2: Mm. um but yeah any
1: what what is it called
0: stray thoughts
1: stray thoughts
0: i don't know koki do we cover everything is there anything else about urisa yatsura that you'd want to say
1: no just you know like if you like comedy stuff definitely check it out it's a lot of fun colorful cast, so funny you'll be laughing throughout the whole thing it's so jam-packed with like joke, joke 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 it's like joking the whole time there's it's so good and it's such a beautiful work of art and I really hope that it gets okay so it's like confirmed for two seasons like my wish this is not confirmed this is just me being like as a fan not even me as like like a voice actor as a fan I hope that we get more movies from this because like the movies are also very iconic from forever ago so I'm like I don't know this might be a chance for them to like make movies kind of like how they did with JoJo how they finally animated that like you know the spoke Rohan Kishibe type stuff you know what I mean so I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm like, if it does well, I hope, I hope, I hope they'll think about doing more movies, because I love your so much. As a fan, I'm speaking as a fan completely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting that I feel like since it's it's before, like, I had vibes on how the Trigun reboot kind of was doing, uh, mm-hmm. or how people were feeling about it, because that's something that got big in my lifetime when I was a kid. Urusei though, though, like, is from kind of like before all of our time, but... Yeah. If you were, it was like one of the few things you could find. So I don't really have vibes on how people are feeling about this and especially not in Japan, which is really what dictates, um, you know, if they're going to do the show again, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's very well received uh, because I think it's one of those shows that like it's it hits different generations because the people that originally watched it are going to love it the people that, you know, like me, where I came after it was out, like, because it was before my time, you know what I mean? Uh, So like, when I got into anime, I was like, oh my god, this is an old series that I like, and I liked it. And now there's like a new generation being introduced to it. So I think it overall is very well received, because it's such a beloved series. So
0: yeah, I mean, well, hey, it's got season two, which obviously Mm -hmm. means it is successful. um and yeah maybe it's just if you reboot the 80s shows like this is just the cycle this is the ultimate Mm, i mean legend what what was it the galactic heroes just like rebooted like a year or so ago or something just a few years ago really yeah that's what i was talking about like how there's the new thesis or whatever Mm, yeah
2: maybe we should watch that too
0: (laughs) we might but yeah as for what we're watching next week uh that is tbd
2: koki where can people find you
1: Twitch.tv slash Koki. That's C-O-Q-U-I, Koki. You can also find me at Koki.Monster is my website. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I've got some announcements coming up pretty soon. Uh, I have another uh, voice acting thing coming up. I can announce mm, soonish in the distant uh, couple months. And a couple other things, too. So, yeah. uh, Or you can also find me on uh, Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called now. Uh, Koki with a zero. So, it's C-Zero-Q-U-I.
0: Okay, great.
2: Awesome. Okay, and then in like a couple years when Koki is like a billion times more famous than you already are, and then we can say, we had Koki on our podcast
1: before (laughs) she had that big part or whatever. (laughs) Or you can always hit me up and I'd be happy to come back again too because I had a great time. Yay. Great,
0: yeah, and thanks for doing it. I'm glad we can make this work. But yeah, go rest your voice and uh, have a good one. We're going to wrap this up.
1: Alrighty, thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, Bye, bye. viewers, readers, listeners. Bye.
0: (laughs) Follow us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. We are at JJBPod. There is also a Discord for listeners of the show to come together and talk about how wonderful we are. You can find the invitation for that server in the description of this episode. And again, any long thoughts you have can be sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Thanks again. We will see you next time when we watch a different anime. Good night.
1: Bye-bye.